0: All right. Well, Melanie, we're going to do a quick reset uh, on the hour and we'll get right to it. So let me uh, hand back over the reins to Derek and Derek's going to get us started for hour number three.
1: She was in an orphanage in China and there was no hope for her. And today she's here. She's healthy, and she has a whole huge, bright future. Yeah, girl! Let's get you up here. What do you think? I think (laughs) you're good. and Kate is the single most joyful person I have ever met in my life. She's sassy. She's silly. She's smart. I'm proud of her all the time, but today was really special. And
2: action.
1: She filmed a commercial with Tony and Marlo Thomas for St. Jude. Here we
3: go.
0: Good job,
1: Maylin. Maylin Kate has Fanconi anemia. It's a rare genetic blood disorder that results in bone marrow failure. So she had a bone marrow transplant in March. Without Saint Jude, I really don't know where we would be with our daughter. They saved her life. Yeah. How they treat the whole family, the kids, how they're so loved and so cared for on an emotional, physical level. People are happy. People are smiling. It's filled with hope, and we've felt that the entire time we've been here. <laughs> hope means that May has a future. May has an opportunity to live a long and healthy life. May wants to be a doctor and I hope that someday she'll get to come back here and be a doctor at St. Jude and be able to share her journey with somebody and give hope to another child and another child's family.
3: Welcome to Geocache Talk Network. Oh, we lost it. Welcome to Geocache Talk Network's seventh annual Podcast of Hope. Once again, we are raising funds for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Our goal is to raise 12000 dollars and we can only do that with your help to reach our goal. Please visit the website podcastofhope.com, and donate. Now, let's join our hosts of the
0: Geocache Talk Network's Podcast of Hope. Thank you, Derek, for that. Let me uh, mention our giveaways for the hour, and then we'll get right into uh, talking with Melanie. Um, So, uh, again, Arted Crafted, they are giving away a shirt every hour. So thank you, Arted Crafted. Check them out, artedcrafted.com. Thank you, Sean, for doing that. And thank you for uh, creating the podcast to hope, or the uh, Coins for Kids shirts uh, for that. Uh, We'll talk more about coins for kids, uh, down the road tonight. But, uh, thank you for that. Um, cashly it's we're now to an even hour. So, uh, cashly can give away a shirt. Um, and, uh, thank you, uh, Nick, uh, at cashly for, uh, always being there for us and always being a supporter and being a supporter of St. Jude. And, um, the last hour, We had Emily on. We're going to give away Emily Renee's uh, swag pack that she created. So Emily put together uh, some coins, some HQ items, which is really cool. It's nice to get uh, items for HQ. But she's got a worldwide uh, cash con uh, coin, which is cool. We did uh, before. And she's got a buffalo coin coin uh from our cash fest uh last year and a bunch of hq items so thank you emily renee for doing that for us as well so those are the items that we're giving away uh this hour and now we're going to talk with melanie so uh melanie thank you so much for being on with us tonight
3: thank you so much for uh for having me be here it was fun i enjoyed the last uh conversation too i was a viewer before i came on it's pretty cool stuff
0: yeah um so we reached out to when we did we did cash fest happened to be in memphis this year uh which was awesome but um since you know we've been this is our seventh year uh doing podcast hope raising money for for saint jude reached out and got connected with zach Yeah, and and Zach got to come out. I had him do the the keynote, if you want to call it that. He did some words, uh, which um, you know, it worked out. Even though we're we're kind of we're kind of on the tail end, thankfully, of uh, some of the pandemic. But uh, so Zach came out, uh, gave a little uh, some words uh, of encouragement to everybody, uh, and so that was great. And then I asked him. I said, "We'd love to have somebody from St. Jude." be on Podcast Hope. He goes, I'll work on that. And so uh, that's how we kind of got connected uh, with you. And so um, if we can, let's take a couple minutes and let's start off telling people what your role is with St. Jude.
3: Yeah, that sounds great. Well, first of all, thank you for seven years of uh, working with us. Um, We really appreciate it. And then uh, second, I don't know if you can see me or not. See like a box. There we go. Um, You're good. Well, second, uh, I'm so glad you got to know Zach. Zach's someone that's on uh, one of my teams, and he's yep. a pretty cool guy. And so I'm glad he got to come out. And I love your poster behind you. So.
0: Oh um, yeah, we've got. Uh, uh, yeah. we got some stuff. We we got uh we've gotten some great stuff. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Go ahead. We Very keep going cool. though.
3: All right, so I'm Melanie Hannock, and um, yep. my role I'm the Chief Transformation and uh, Innovation Officer. At ALSEC St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, so um, cool. ALSEC is the fundraising and awareness organization for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So my role—I've I've done a lot of different things. I've been there about fifteen years, mm-hmm. um, cool. and you know, in that time frame, you know, we really started a lot of what you see today as "quote unquote" digital, um, right? From our websites to how we show up on Facebook. Um, when you come to St. Jude.org, um, mm-hmm. everything innovation that you might see. So. A lot of our virtual reality, augmented reality, virtual tours, uh, mm-hmm. the works on that, the things that, you know, working with you, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of streamers and gamers, um, podcasts, yeah. all that. You know, that's all things that I have done and folks on my teams have done. So that's a little bit about me and what my role is. And, cool. um, you know, that's what we've that's what, that's what I do. It's
0: that's lovely. awesome. I yeah. You.
3: Yeah. You your
0: audience here. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, uh yeah, so sometimes we're going to do solo, we'll do there's three oh, of us right, right now. Uh Jesse's my co-host, so there's Jesse. Uh, uh and uh so if you ever see us switch to solo view, you're still with us. We're still there. We just kind of highlight. So, I like I can so I can push so there's me. So I could So I could do solo things, but yeah, i got my St. Jude behind me, uh, my Mm -hmm. little banner there. I love it. Yeah. um, So we'll get to that in a minute. I wanted, uh, I do want to mention, uh, give Jesse a moment to talk uh, about things because um, he is really the, he is really ambitious. When we first started the Geocache Talk podcast, we both talked about, or I went, I posed, proposed to him that we do some kind of charity. Um, and so Jesse kind of tell, talk about how we ended up with St. Jude.
2: (laughs) So the, the original idea was that we were going to each year select a charity and, you know, highlight them and try to raise money and do a big telethon, you know, new style telethon deal. And, um, so the first year we were talking about what charity to support and, uh, you know, we wanted to make sure that it was something that everybody could get behind. Well, my for me, it was obvious where I wanted to start. Uh, my wife is a nurse; she used to work at St. Jude many, many years ago.
3: Oh, there we go! Yay!
2: So um, <laughs> I've been to St. Jude. I've been uh, I've been on the tour. I've been there. She, you know, she brought me in, and she was allowed to show me the work. She was working in you know everybody thinks cancer, but she was working in sickle cell in, in that department. Oh, um, right? Yeah. So um, so we always we've always over the years told people like cancer is the main focus and it gets what's most of the news, but they do a lot of the same does a lot of things. Oh yeah. And oh, wow. everything you see on TV is true. Like they use their money. Well, um, that, you know, cause there's people are so suspicious nowadays and we wow. can personally attest to how St. Jude uses their money. They're, they're telling the truth that hospital is for the kids and for the families. Mm-hmm. It's not for the people to work there. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we kind of started there and, uh, many years ago started there with like, well, let's start with St. Jude everybody loves St. Jude and it's kind of one of those things like anybody that knows that's ever supported St. Jude or, you know, ever even learned about St. Jude. Once you start supporting St. Jude, you you can't not support them anymore. There's no way. There's tons of good charities out there and people that do good work, obviously all over the world. Um, But once you've kind of dialed in and found out the work that's being done there and hear some of the stories or meet some of the kids or, you know, just even see the videos, how -hmm. can you ever stop? you know, there's no way you can go. That was great for last year, but we're going to do something else. There's no way. So year after year, we stuck with St. Jude and the, this community has pulled together every single year uh, and just blown us away every single year. So it's, it's near and dear to a lot of us. And and many of our audience personally has had their own interaction with St. Jude, um, which we didn't know until we, you know, we got started supporting it as a podcast. So.
3: Oh, well, I love that. I'm so glad that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you started with St. Jude, obviously, you had a connection with, um, you know, with being tied to the sickle cell and your mm-hmm. family and all that. And you're right. A lot of people know St. Jude because of our cancers and we treat many different kinds of cancers, but um, blood disorders like um, sickle cell is one of the main focal points of the hospital as well. So um, it's the largest uh, program for kids in the world. Um, mm-hmm. of the largest for sickle cell also in the world, just in general. So um, thank yeah. you so much for choosing us first and continuing for all these years.
2: Let's, Yeah. Let's, you, know, you can't pick a better place to, if you've got some dollars to give, you know, you do have dollars to give. Everybody does, right? If you, if you think yeah. of other people's situations and you know, it's, you can't think of a, a more worthy cause and, and a better place and, Y'all are good stewards of your money, of course, too, which is, you know, everybody's suspicious nowadays. But it, it shocks me sometimes when people don't know about St. Jude. Now, we're, I'm from Memphis originally, so obviously it was, you know, it, there's no way you could not know about living in Memphis. But um, when we, we travel the world and meet people and everything else, and, and people have heard about St. Jude from commercials, but they don't really know much about it, and, you know, hopefully this is our chance to help spread the word just a little bit and um, – yeah. It's the amazing work there. Obviously y'all have used um and this would be your department too, but you know, use celebrities to kind of bring awareness and stuff like that yep. too. People remember that, but they don't get the true story behind it a lot of times. Right. Yeah,
3: you know, I, I think that's true. But maybe some people don't know that Saint Jude was actually founded by Danny Danny Thomas, who was yep. a celebrity, right? So he started right. his career as a comedian um right. and was going all across the uh across the country touring as a comedian and uh, when he saw you know the south um, uh, he knew that there was great need in the south for healthcare, just in general Mm -hmm. but you know he prayed to Saint Jude Thaddeus hey show me my way in life and I'll build you a shrine and sure enough a few days later you know he got a big gig gig as a like a singing toothbrush Uh, and then went on to have a, a illustrious career in comedy and tv and movies and then he never forgot to um his his wish um uh, to saint jude and then created saint jude children's research hospital so yeah we have deep entertainment roots right from the beginning Mm
2: -hmm. absolutely yeah uh
0: somebody's gonna be on later um was it uh wanted to mention we we actually did a show about the schedule which that shows you how crazy we are we did a show about the, we did a show about the show uh, and uh, Joshua yeah. Johnson, who's going to be on, he'll be on at eight o'clock and nine o'clock hours. Uh, he, he, he mentioned something. He goes, I tell you what, uh, we need to mention the fact that Danny Thomas mm-hmm. helped start his favorite TV show, which was the Andy Griffith show. So yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. So, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And so people mentioned or people guessed had to guess, and people mention that girl because they're thinking about Marlo, um, yeah. but it's just funny how um, you know. And that's a video we showed last year to begin begin the show off with was that the video that's out there that we show, which is the um, showing the the premiere uh, of um, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a great opening uh, yeah, video.
3: I mean, yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I won't show. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'll show. I'm going to play a little bit of the beginning again, if that's okay. Let me do that. Yeah, perfect. That's a
3: great video. If it's the building St. Jude video. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is.
3: Yep. It's a glittering premiere at the Chicago theater for Warner Brothers. I'll see you in my dreams. A real dream has come true. For this benefit, Premiere launches a drive for a new hospital sponsored by the film star Danny Thomas, here arriving with his family. Years ago, Danny vowed he'd build a hospital if he ever became famous. $32,000 are subscribed, the first of a million, Danny Thomas tells friends he'll raise for the St. Jude's Hospital of His Dreams. Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah. So we we showed that one, and that's a great video. It really is. Yeah, Uh, it
3: is. If anyone has a chance to see the whole thing, it's a really cool video.
0: Oh, I love that.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, We showed,
0: Mm -hmm. no, go ahead. No,
3: that that whole video just shows Mm -hmm. literally building St. Jude. It shows the buildings over time and the history and the campus actually coming alive and all the research and care that happens on the campus. It It shows really all that in about a five minute video.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. No, I, And I want to uh, wrap up this part and then we have some questions for you. If you have any questions for the, for Melanie, uh, please put them in the chat room and we'll kind of get to those as we go. But I wanted to kind of finish this up and we have some questions for you. But one of the things that has been a great help to us uh, over the years that we've done this, uh, we used to be kind of not part of what we now know as the, the sort of the play live Mm -hmm. group. Uh, and so we used to do, uh, back in the old days, Jesse and I would, we'd get out the whiteboard and we'd show what we've raised so far. <laughs> I love it. Was like, yeah. So we'd erase it. No, we've raised a thousand dollars. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, now with, uh, all the innovation that's been able for us to be involved with. So we're going to show the cool board right now. There's the cool board. Oh, nice. So there you go. So we're up to seventeen ninety eight sixty nine so far. So that is awesome, and it shows the the board. We're hoping to raise twelve thousand tonight. Uh, shows where we're at. Also shows for people that are wondering. There's another um, uh, thing here that yeah, uh, Derek's pointing it out. The event goal, which is cool. That is something that we're. Kind of tied to or part of the family, I guess. Up, which is the play live group. So, if you could, if you could let people know, kind of a little bit about um, how uh, this uh, sort of thing has come about. The fact that we're now all sort of part of, you know, we're we're podcasters, but we're kind of put in with the gamers and a lot of these cool other groups how did all that kind of come about and, and um, you know, how has that been, how's that been going for, for St. Jude?
3: Yeah, no, I, you know, it's been going really well. I would say, um, that's why I, I mentioned part of the um, innovation part of my role yeah. is right. um, what we try to do is what I'll say foster a culture of innovation. Again, you know, if we think about Danny Thomas, when he originally started the hospital, it was a very, very unique idea for him to start a hospital that would be um, care and treatment, you know, so it was one part research, another part care, and then a third part really fundraising, you know, it was a very unique business model that he put together. And he really sowed the seeds of innovation, I think, right into the DNA of the hospital Mm -hmm. when it was first started. And so when you think about that in the fundraising area, that's what we're trying to do as well. And um, at the time, I was uh, the lead of the digital group. And we had this very enterprising uh, young designer, uh, Zach Witten, who you said you'd already met.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he had an idea
3: and he just, you know, he pitched it in his cube to me and a few other leaders and said, hey, I, I think that, you know, this, this, um, uh, I, I will call it live streaming. So it's not just streaming in games. Of course, that's, that happened, right. but also mm-hmm. podcasting." Right, like what we're doing now. He said, "I think this is gonna gonna take off. Like this is something that <laughs> we saw, right? Yeah. How funny. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: and so he just pitched, hey, I, th- I think there's something we can do here. Can I just get a little bit of time to to figure it out? So he he brought together just a few gamers uh, um, many years ago now uh, who came and raised some money the first year, and then the next year more, and then the next year more, and now um, you know we kept building the team and kind of investing in Zach and the team and. Mm-hmm. They built out tools kind of like what you see there uh, that are overlays and lots of things for right. um, not only the gamers, but podcasters to now use. And we're just continuing to be so blessed really by, you know, you and, and many other, I, I would call it live. That's why it's called play live, but yeah, uh, lots of right. streaming podcasts gamers mm. that are really embracing the mission and, and doing things like this. But that's, that's originally how it started was an enterprising person that uh, gathered groups like you right. uh, to come and, and fundraise for us. So, yeah, that's, that's how it started.
0: Well, so We've loved mentioned- it. Go ahead, Jesse. Uh, OK,
2: okay. Well, the, no. uh, you mentioned the research part, which is part of the innovation, the research part. And I think a lot of people don't understand how different St. Jude is than some other research organizations and you, yep. you mentioned it a little bit, in, in the I think we played that commercial earlier, or not commercial, but the little video of we don't care who cures cancer. But I don't That's think right. people understand what, what that actually means.
3: Yeah, I don't think they do either. So, again, when, when Danny first started the, the hospital, um, he started the hospital for, um, you know, anyone could come to the hospital so long as it was on a protocol that we have open, but regardless of race, religion, or ability to pay. Right. And when he did that, he put researchers right in the same place as healthcare practitioners so that, you know, there could be this really incubation engine that would be happening all the time to innovate um, and, and move research forward and move patient care forward. And, you know, if you fast forward to today, really, we announced um, over the last couple of years that we're in the midst of a, a an historic expansion, really mm, a cool. Fish- yeah, so a 12.9 billion dollar um, strategic plan to accelerate research and treatment for you know children around the globe with catastrophic diseases. Um, you know some obviously like the cancers that we treat, um, but we're really trying to look to find cures for the 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 cancers with the lowest survival rates. Um, you know, like infant. Uh, acute lymphoblastic leukemia or neurological and infectious diseases, blood disorders. We talked about sickle, sickle cell, uh, earlier. So, um, and, uh, it's funny. I I see some of the comments here in the, in the chat because it was the Memphis marathon. uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Really today we had 20,000 people that were running through the streets of, um, of Memphis today. Um, and one of those people that that ran, Yeah, there we go. Huge turnout. Yeah, it was about 20,000 people that came and ran. um, And it was a beautiful day in Memphis for uh, for that to happen. But one of those people was um, Jared Isaacman, who was the billionaire who donated um, money
0: to St. Jude. Yeah.
3: You know, one of the yeah, like it was an inspiration Inspiration for
0: and for yeah,
3: back up again. He's going to do Polaris Dawn, another trip uh, probably in the next six months or so. Mm. But um, but. There, as part of this expansion, there's a 625,000 foot, uh, square foot um, uh, Inspiration4 Advanced Research Center that just opened on our campus. Oh, uh, nice. it, was, it was named for the mission, not for Jared, um, mm-hmm. but he wanted it named for the Inspiration4 mission. But you know, it's mm-hmm. a state-of-the-art facility that's going to champion um, collaboration across all kinds of scientific disciplines. Um, So this is part of what Danny built into the DNA to begin with was kind of this, this, this ability to do this world-class research mm -hmm. and to collaborate across the globe and to share the research freely, which isn't something that you might normally see.
2: Mm -hmm. And that I think is the part that's amazing. And uh, you know, we live in a cynical world nowadays, right? And everybody's mistrustful of everything else. And the fact that, I mean, everybody thinks nobody thinks anybody gives information away because the the research that you do and the research the whole team done there is is literally invaluable. There's no what you know, it's just you can't put a price tag on that. And that's not how you make your money. That's not what you're doing. You want everybody to use it. You're sharing that information. And that's that's unthinkable in in today's world. of Somebody being that selfless.
3: Well, you know, that's true. And, and part of it, again, it's, it's thanks. Thanks to you for this, you know, podcast-a-thon, right? It's because um, it's because we are supported by donors, um, you know, across the United States and some globally as well, that our funding model is unique. It allows for us to be able to have the ability to freely share the research um, and to, to freely share the knowledge and then to also um, you know collaborate you know collaborate globally across the United States and then um, globally with different
2: centers around the world right it's just it's amazing yeah. it is yeah. uh,
0: one of the areas you're talking about you know globally, and that's something we showed the our opening video for this year is the video uh, and again thank you so much for brand. Saint Jude we we're able to be a part oh, of that right. and no. that's been wonderful um now I, I tend to have to go through a box of Kleenex to get through all the videos oh, yeah. but yeah. we are able and uh uh so what we do is we sort of scatter through podcast of hope we show mm-hmm. some different videos we just showed the 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 one uh you know on your your hour with uh, that lovely girl uh Malin. Mm-hmm yeah mailland yeah. yeah yeah and so we've shown we got some more coming so everybody you know stay tuned we've got some great videos but um the one we showed to begin this year's seventh annual I guess hope is the one where they talk about uh, international how uh, it, you know we're we're really great about uh, for Saint Jude about four out of five uh you know kids in the u s are able to survive now, cancer, but internationally we're sort of still stuck at one out of five just because of that, you know, the, the that challenge. Um, can you talk to and let people know a little bit about uh, what St. Jude is doing from an international perspective. And also, um, you know, there's some videos that I've been able to see about um, St. Jude helping with some of the Ukrainian, um, yeah. refugees and and how to get how you guys have been able to provide some of that so just kind of let people know from an international perspective how that's going for St Jude
3: Yeah um yeah so we um we do collaborate globally um mm-hmm. really our global program goes back to um about 1986 or so um oh, wow. yeah yep when um um, initially, we started some of our global collaborations, and now we we collaborate all throughout the world um, um, in each country and uh, internationally. There are about more than four hundred thousand new cases of childhood cancer that are diagnosed every single year, um, and uh, you know the fortunate part if you're in a country like the United States is that it is about an 80 you know survival rate still 20 percent of kids in the united states will pass away um right. you know from the cancers depending on which kind of cancer they might have um mm-hmm. so that's the one in five but it now reverse that in 1962 the survival rates were really only 20 percent glo- like in the united states
0: right right
3: it's the same globally now so if wow. you are born, you know, in many other um, countries throughout the world, your chance of survival for cancers that we already know how to cure is about one in five. So it's really, it's not an issue of not having the cures. It's about, it's an issue about speeding cures to the countries and having, you know, sort of a a health system um, around that. And so that's part of the reason why we collaborate, but um, it's, it's like 1962 all over again um, internationally for these 400,000 kids that are diagnosed.
2: Right. Wow. Yeah. 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 So. It's hard to even think about that, you know, in terms of when we're using statistics to talk about it, but you know, we're talking about kids, right. And it's, it's hard to even imagine how much of an impact, like you can't really wrap your head around. We can't, you do it. Right. You know, that's, that's what you do, but it's hard for us, at least me personally to wrap my head around even using those statistics, 20%, you know, and, you're talking about kids and survival rates, and that's just hard to even fathom. You know, that's and worldwide and how it's changed. I mean, that's that's evidence of the the, the research that's going on here in the U.S. and access to that that healthcare, and ah, it's just it's hard to even imagine. And not, you know, I know we all say when St. Jude commercials come on, you know, if if you don't get emotional with this topic, you may want to check yourself out. You know, you may I want to know. live on with you
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, you know, I mentioned the $12.9 billion expansion, you know, part of that mm-hmm. is a $200 million um, initiative to work on providing um, consistent quality assured chemotherapy medicines um, okay. to these countries in need um, at no cost. So that, you know, that's, that's one piece of this. And you mentioned the Ukraine as well, you know, yeah. We had already had relationships with Ukraine, um, both like on the, um, the research and medical side, as well as on the, the foundation and fundraising side. So right. within days of the Ukraine um, being um, invaded earlier this right. year, we have been right. working with the Borosi Foundation in Poland um, and they contacted us to help. Mm-hmm as there were hundreds of refugee families where children with cancer treatments um, had been disrupted. So what we did is within hours, a virtual command center um, was established between ALSAC, so the fundraising, and then also St. Jude. We coordinated a network of healthcare institutions and foundations, and then we instituted a massive humanitarian effort um, that was known as Safer Ukraine. Thus far and right away and then thus far, we've moved nearly a thousand children and their families um, out of the Ukraine and into um, different treatments in 18 different countries across Europe um, and here in North America Um, uh, and even onto the St. Jude campus. So we have uh, we we had some um, of those patients come come to the, the St. Jude campus with, uh, you know, 23 family members and whatnot mm-hmm. actually come. So, uh, I mean, think about that. Like we were actually able to mobilize that again, within days of the actual um, invasion of the Ukraine, but it was right. because we already had all this, you know, these relationships internationally already. So, and we had the funding right. and we had funding from donors, you know, who've graciously given.
0: Wow. Yeah. So. Um, I guess one thing too, we were fortunate to have somebody on uh, mm-hmm. that worked for Saint. Well, we had. We usually like to have Christy on. Christy probably in our chat room. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, J- Jesse's wife, but um, yeah. Uh, I, and so we've asked her before, and I, but I think it's good. We haven't really talked about it really, probably in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, it's mm-hmm. always good to to bring back because uh, people always ask like what is it what's it like on a day-to-day yeah. basis to walk to walk the hallways and you know what is it what are the what's the experience of being a nurse or being a doctor or or um, you know what's it like inside inside the walls it's, it's not normal you know? it's not like other
2: hospitals by, no. by any means at all
3: no i mean it you know it it, it really isn't um and we hear that all the time for, for people who can come to the hospital. It doesn't feel like a hospital. It doesn't smell like a hospital. It doesn't, right. you know, there's none of that. Um, it's very colorful and bright and believe it or not, cheerful, which may sound mm-hmm. strange for you know, a hospital with really
0: catastrophic
3: right. diseases. But um, one of the benefits when, when children come um the first thing that that happens is it's it's about the family. It's not right. just about treating the child. It's about helping the the entire family. So, um, not only do we obviously have things that um, the children can do, but we have like a um, uh, 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 like programs for siblings, right? So, if we have like an art party, for example, right, for, for the kids of St. Jude. We'll also invite siblings so they can be a part of it. So we really try to help the entire family because, you know, as you can imagine, when a family hears your child, you know, your child has cancer, cancer. that's one of the most mm-hmm. devastating days, you know, weeks, months, sometimes years, right? Like you could be in uh, uh, treatment for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. We really try to take care of the whole family. Uh, but we do actually also hear that it doesn't smell like a hospital. That's one of the things that people yeah. usually say when they walk the halls that's awesome. um, of the hospital. Yeah,
0: No, that's incredible. It's an amazing question.
2: environment for sure. The, uh, when, when, it was years ago now, and I was trying to even think how long ago it was. It's been a while. Time passes quickly, right? She yeah. worked there. I mean, I, one of the questions I would ask her is, isn't it sad to work there? And I'd never been in the building yet when she told me this. So like, do yeah. you do that? Isn't it sad? And she was like, No, you don't understand. Um, right. One, she'll still say to today, till today, it was the best place she's ever worked. She loved it, and oh, if we yeah. still live in that area, there's no way she would have ever left. You know, we we moved later, we moved out of that area, but um, she uh, and I'm paraphrasing. We usually have our own, so she can tell the stories better. But uh, she yeah. working there, they uh, and I assume it's still a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. The kids would ride tricycles in the hallways. And oh, yeah. um, so she said, uh, one of the first things she was told as a nurse coming in and she was working research and sickle cell with, you know, the doctors over there. And uh, she said, if, if you get hit by a tricycle, you were in the way. This is the kids uh-huh. area. You're right. at attention. This is a happy place, And, you know, and it was, I thought that is, I can't imagine any other environment where that, that's how you're trained. Like, you know, you're here for the kids and they're happy and, you're not going to ruin any of that. You're doing here to do work to help them out. And it's really kid focused and family focused too, but kid focused. And that's just such a shift from everything you see anywhere.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, even when, you know, you come in and there's the welcome desk, the um, the desks are much lower to the ground. Mm. So okay. that it feels more welcoming because you can imagine this.
0: Yeah.
3: This going up to a big desk, right? So
0: right. It's more yeah. welcoming.
3: That way, there's wagons. So, one of the things you might yep. see if, if you go to our website, you know, you can um, sponsor sponsor a wagon or other things. But actually, kids will be around, like in literally the the red wagons. You'll see that yeah. in the hallways. All the a lot of the walls are filled with patient art. Like I have actually patient art behind me right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's awesome.
3: You know, the make so it, it's it's really all across the, um, the hospital. We have the ABCs of cancer too. It's literally a wall where like, you know, a stands for B stands for C stands for, and then right. it's actually the patient saying what they think that stands for. It's a whole wall in the hospital. So awesome. really a lot of different things that, uh, that exist there. Uh, and working there, of course, you know, it's just, it's just amazing. You know, that's why I've spent 15 years of my, my life.
0: Yeah. yeah you
3: know, Absolutely. it's a special place.
0: Oh, it, it, incredible! You know, and, and like you said, it, we some of the videos we've shown. We'll show more, you know, mm-hmm. during during the hours we're doing it. But uh, you know, the no more chemo parties, and oh um, yeah, you know the the but the one of the we're gonna have we're gonna show um, the one with Helen. You know, all of, you know, she talks about her art. And, you know, there's there's one that really really struck me for this year. And we're gonna show it this year as well but one of the the one of the parents talks about how her child said when they got there they're like there's other children here it's like just yeah. was a cool idea the idea that you know kind of brighten their days. in fact there's other kids here it's like yeah. you know yeah. so they can enter the, then they can interact with each other you know there's you know when when possible and so there's like you said it's this community that that is like no other there really, it's really, it's, it's not seen anywhere else, you know, it's incredible. Yeah.
3: I mean, it really is too. And, um, you know, it's not just about that. I, I mentioned that we help to treat the entire family. Um, right. but, but another thing too, when I mentioned the expansion, you know, the 12.9 billion expansion, one of those is one of the expansion pieces mm-hmm. is, um, a, a state of the art facility called the Domino's Village. So okay. it's a 110 million patient housing facility that's right literally adjacent to the campus. Cuz I've mentioned before like if you have a acute, acute lymphoblastic leukemia for example your treatment might be right. a couple of years. So that's right. really disruptive to a family and so in addition to the hospital like we have these housing facilities so that the patients can come and they can stay there. So a new one that's going to um, open up it's a Domino's village, it's going to open next spring. Um, it's going to feature one one, two and three bedroom apartments where the families, um, can live while they're undergoing treatment. So again, think it's the hospital, there's, you know, right. full treatment of the family, there's a housing facility. So there's a lot of different things that, um, that occur. Uh, yeah. and then again, it's only possible because of donor dollars.
0: Right. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, um, and driving by, I guess it'd be great. Uh, we were, I was in Memphis was past July. We had we had our big event, and yeah. uh, got to, got to drive by. And uh, but I know that, um, and something we you can kind of see our background a little bit. It's a it's a video. It's a um, uh, it's a picture of uh, one of the pictures that is provided by you guys. But it's the the lights, and so, uh, and I I love seeing. Um, the pictures around the holiday times uh just mm-hmm. how the that whole little area right there just sort of comes to life and you know yeah. That, yeah. That all the Christmas lights just kind of come out and then uh <laughs> you know Jesse probably remembers the days of of uh when he lived there uh we've got Derek as our producer he's in the background he lives mm-hmm. he actually lives uh in uh, in the Memphis area and it's just mm-hmm. okay. Right. Incredible that the, as somebody mentioned before, the attention, you know, uh, UDAC, who lives out in Los Angeles, mentioned about such attention to detail, yeah. you know, is, is so important. And that, um, you know, that's just a nice, there's, it, it is a, an attention to detail. The fact that, you know, we're going to get a lot of lights up, we're going to really, you know, it, it, we're really going to celebrate, like you said, the whole family. So I, I love the fact that it all sort of comes to life during the Christmas time. Yeah, it's such a happy
3: It does. It just, I, it really is, actually. Um, the lights did just get put up. It's, it's interesting because I have, um, thankfully, um, healthy twin seven-year-olds. Yes. Oh, um, cool. Every year they're like, hey, can we drive through the campus? right. Um, Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. I mean, again, it's 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 a great place uh, during the holidays, and
0: Mm
3: -hmm. we've even had, you know, in the past, like uh, Target is a big, you know, corporate partner for a long time, actually. they, there's a Target House. That's one of our housing facilities.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But
3: uh, quarterly, they would sponsor and have almost like a carnival for the kids. They come and you know just do things for them. So there's there's a lot of different things that will happen um, on campus or have historically happened. So
2: right, yeah. just an amazing task. You know, obviously you have brilliant people working there. They're doing research, the top research. I mean, that goes without saying for just for the the function of the organization. But I can't imagine being the person that or the people that somebody comes to me and goes, Hey, we're going to build this building and mm-hmm. we're going to build a culture inside of like the focus of the building is one of the thing that scares every parent out there, their child getting sick, but oh, well, right. we want you to make this a happy place. Go. Yeah. No, I'm not okay. taking that job. That's like, who, who who's even able to pull that together where it's, that's the center of everything. And then you still can make it a, a welcome and happy place for the families. And um, you know, that's just, that alone is a huge feat. Much less the research that you're doing and everything you're doing worldwide and stuff. And I think just that gets kind of pushed to the backside because people don't understand. They just see commercials and hey, they're doing good work. But it goes so much deeper than that. Just like the like, who would have thought? Well, you guys, obviously. But I mean, who would have thought to like lower the uh, you know the, intake? the desks. You come in yeah. there and the desk is lower. Who who thinks oh, of that? Guy? That's amazing. Yeah.
3: Right. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, just trying to think about every single detail of, you know, what needs to happen. So um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Um, let's take a second. And uh, Derek, if you'd bring up the board again, uh, we're going to, um, we're going to show kind of where we're at um, or I can, if he's uh, a yeah, he step
2: away. Let
0: me bring that up real quick.
2: Um. Now we're getting pretty close to our next little milestone. There we go. Oh, we just passed it. Just passed 2000.
0: past 2000. Oh, that's awesome. Yay!
3: Yeah. Good job. Oh, Thank you. Thank you for the donation. Yes. in there.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, um and I I did mention earlier uh but Jesse was like, "Did you mention about the the prizes this this week uh this hour sorry and i said yeah we, we got them so um we got emily's we got saint uh we got uh ArtiCrafted crafted in cashly this hour mm-hmm. so uh, it it uh definitely changes um so yeah uh thank you so much somebody mentioned uh geoscatter mentions it's it's beyond caring it treats the whole person not just the cancer and that's yeah. uh, so important um you know that's um you know, even from even on an individual person, I, I think it's just so important because uh, we've seen some of the videos, and I, I appreciate all those. It really is uh, wonderful is the fact that you you are handling so many different things. you know, the child is obviously has specific medical. Things that have to happen, you know, mm-hmm. they have this particular cancer. We got to do these kind of things, blah blah blah. But Saint Jude takes the whole takes the process from a holistic type of, you know, mm-hmm. what what else do we need to do for that for that uh, for that child? Other than, I mean, obviously you got to take care of these medical things. But I love the fact that Saint Jude handles also the you know, oh, they're interested in, you know, sports. So what can we do to kind of help them mm-hmm. w- when appropriate, you know, to get them a ball, you know, the, the the things that we just don't necessarily think about that a hospital sometimes doesn't really have time or they, have, you know, life I'm continues. Sure they all, yeah, life continues. And yeah. I think yeah. that other hospitals sometimes would like to do some of that, but they just don't have the funding or the, the, you know, the, the, the support. But I love the fact that, like you said, we've, we have so many great uh, people and all of, uh, you know, everyone that's, that's involved with, with podcast to hope where, you know, we can, we can give to help St. Jude with all of, with all of the things, you know, everything that's involved. Uh,
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, depending on, like, so for example, let's say, like, acute lymphoblastic leukemia is a blood cancer. um, Right. But there are solid tumor cancers as well, like, let's say, osteosarcoma. And sometimes that might require surgery. So think if you have a a solid tumor in your leg and you need surgery to remove the tumor. um, Right. Times that you know you might need physical therapy to learn how to walk again or to walk properly again, and so there, you know, there's a lot of those um, kinds of efforts as well that uh, that that happens at the hospital. Right. Too. Right. Um, and and even in the case where there is a patient who uh, who passes away, because you know, because we are trying to find cures for some of the rarest um, and most difficult right. cancers that that does happen right um we have a program called the koala program that even helps children and families uh you know take care of their um their child in their final days with respect and right. and and care for the um the families you know because right. they they need to continue on sometimes when their child doesn't make it and that's incredibly difficult so we try to
2: um, help those families in that way too. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, well, well it's- the families. It's not again. It's not just the kids. We we've, we we've touched on it, but the you know, and everybody knows you're not charging the families. You're you know, you're you're helping pay for those bills. But it's so much more than that. And it's uh, and luckily, just like you said, luckily, I have I have two healthy daughters, and that's that's oh. the best thing I could ask for. Um, mm-hmm. But if one of them was sick, it would be crushing. You can't. I mean. Yeah. Your yeah. child's life comes before everything else, and you can't you can't do all the normal things that you do, and you can't you know you can't drive them there every day, and you can't do all the other stuff. And I think it's it, it would be enough. It really truly would be enough if you were just curing cancer, right? I mean, that's that's enough for any one organization to do. But yeah. to take care of the whole family, and we couldn't even list all the things that y'all do for the families and the time and the whole podcast that we're having tonight. But yeah. um, I, I think that's one of the things that we never need to lose sight of is that. St. Jude is not just thinking of the whole child they're thinking of the whole family. And it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I, I've heard so many stories over the years from people and, um, uh, you know, with her being connected and everything else, and then just being in Memphis, it's such a fact, it's just, it's more into the fabric of Memphis. Like everybody has, everybody knows somebody that knows something about St. Jude in Memphis. It's not, you know, it's, it's one of yeah. those things. Now it's going to be globally too, right? You're going to help people. That's right. You already have been, but even more so around the world.
3: Yeah. I think that's a thing, you know, um, that is probably the hardest for people to to understand is that f- families never receive a bill from St. Jude, not for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Um, and as we've been talking about, it's so a family can um, focus on helping their child live and and doing that. A lot of people just think, well, that's just too good to be true. But um, but you know, that's that's one of the things that our patient families talk about.
0: Yeah. Well, we're kind of starting. To- Towards the end of, of the hour, I know it goes, goes quick, uh, but I want to take uh, this opportunity to give you kind of an opportunity as well to kind of give people uh, any kind of updates and kind of uh, w- w- what the future holds or w- whichever direction you'd like to go uh, in these uh, next few minutes as we start to get toward the end. So, Melanie, go ahead and uh, take it away and uh, whatever – wherever you'd like to cover as we start to get to the end. And then I guess uh, we'll let Jesse also give a final thought to in a minute, but go ahead, Melanie.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think the future is really is just continuing to try to um, mm-hmm. find cures, you know, and right. to share them globally. Um, again, I mentioned this expansion a few times cause it's a big, yeah, deal. it you is know, awesome. Yeah, the, the 12.9 billion expansion. You know, we did just break ground on um, another 15 story, two 15 story towers that are awesome. going to better accommodate um, our medical professionals and outpatient care. So, um, cool. so, you know, that's the biggest thing there is just continuing to work globally um, to continue to, um, you know, open protocols and have children on is protocols for these very tough to cure cancers, and then to continue disseminate the information um, throughout the United States and the world, um, so that kids can be treated in their local communities on some of the protocols that are discovered at St. Jude. So that's right. that's the big thing. And you know, from my standpoint, you know, we're we're getting into. Virtual reality, augmented reality, metaverse, um, you know tours like like virtual tour for those who can't mm. come to campus oh, cool. that's available online. So if anyone definitely come to campus, there's nothing like like uh, like seeing the campus or being a part of it if you um, if you can come, but if you can't, uh, we actually right. do have way you can participate and see it um, at least virtually in, in a tour
0: right, that's awesome. Yeah,
3: and, and and thanks. I guess I would say that, like, absolutely.
0: Thank you. Thank
3: for you. Support uh, for seven yeah. years of running. Um, we couldn't do this without you. We really couldn't. And thanks to everyone who's donated.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Th- 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 thank you. Thank you so much, Melanie, for being with us tonight. Uh, it's been it's it's been something. It's obviously near and dear to our heart. Obviously to you as well. You've been been there for for those years. It's been great. Um, Yeah. Keep in touch. Let us know what we can do. Um, We are doing cash fest again uh, in Memphis uh, one more time uh, this coming July. So I'll, you know, keep in touch with you and with, uh, with Zach and uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll continue to champion St. Jude uh, through our podcast and also through um, through our mega event that we have uh, we'll be doing that again. So this is wonderful. Want to bring in, uh, we're going to be bringing in here in a minute, our, our uh, next hour, which is completely different, Melanie, but I know you'll appreciate (laughs) where we've got, we got improv people. So (laughs) um, yeah. So we're going to switch gears and do something a little bit different. So uh, that'll, this'll be fun. um, Having uh, our Chicago, uh, improv uh, troupe is going to be with us uh, tonight here in a moment. So, uh, so if we want to bring them in and let you interact with, there they are. There they are.
3: Hey, welcome. Oh, hi Gary. Hello
2: everyone.
0: Hey y'all. So uh, there's a bit Melanie. Melanie, this is a portal prov. So um, yeah. So we're excited. Uh, and, uh, bryce I contacted Bryce, uh, several few, several months ago and, and asked him if they could, would do something crazy for us. And he goes for St. Jude. Absolutely. So, yeah uh, Very it's good. been wonderful. It's wonderful to have them uh, with us tonight. And, uh, again, uh, we, uh, we, we love doing things. And Jesse, um, Kick a minute, I guess, and kind of wrap us up for
2: yeah. this. as a transition. I just want to say, Melanie, thank you for for the work you're doing, and we have been absolutely honored to contribute the small amount that we've been able to contribute. You know, and on the scale of things, for us, it's a huge amount for the, for people to for donate, and on the scale of what the need is for St. Jude, obviously, it's a it's a small amount, but every little bit we can contribute to, we're we're just honored to be able to to help any way we can with the the cause that you've championed at this point.
3: Well, every dollar matters. We, we are again, appreciative of everything that y'all are doing. And, um and thank you. Thank you for having me on here today. It's been fun.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, great. All right. Uh, appreciate you. And we'll see you. We'll see you soon. We'll keep in touch. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye, Lally. thanks, Lally. Bye. Bye-bye.